Next, I'd like to welcome Amanda Thomas, and we're going to be talking while drawing. I'll be sharing my screen. I'm going to introduce her first, actually, before I do anything else. So welcome, Amanda. Thanks for being here tonight. Thank you for having me. Amanda Thomas is a multidisciplinary artist, musician, and solo parent from Northern California. Her primary mediums are ceramic sculpture, oils, painting, and film photography. She frequently uses discarded materials in her work as a reaction to the destructive wastefulness of consumerism, offering her perspective on social issues. As an artist, she seeks to be a door, and her work resides at an intersection between her life experiences and the larger world. So, and, and just kind of before we start drawing, I want to um, share the images of Amanda's that are in the show. And because I'd like to ask some questions about this, but Amanda, if you want, we can go ahead and start drawing. The annotation tool should work for both of us while I'm sharing this screen. Got it up. Sweet. All right. They're on that lovely orange. That <laughs> <laughs> burnt, burnt dirt. <laughs> um, I had, so I was thinking today, I was wondering, first of all, kind of looking at these, where do you find your film? Um, so it all kind of started at a yard sale, really, was the beginning of the abandoned film thing. And I came across just a cheap 60s toy camera that still had a roll of film in it. And so I developed it and I came across somebody's really old pictures of some family in the town I grew up in. I have no idea who they are and I can't find them, but and I was like, wow, it, it came out with all these neat distortions and actually works pretty well. So um, sometimes I will buy it on eBay. People will give it to me once they know that I'm doing this. So I get a lot of it for free. Um, and all the expired paper, except for the ones in <laughs> this paper is special in this image, but a lot of that expired paper, um, I work at a community college and it's been sitting in the darkroom for decades. And after some experimentation, I was able to make it work because it usually comes out fogged. But just like going through things and clearing stuff out, it's like, well, I could either throw this away which is what most people would do with it or try and use it, so. So you're a scavenger. <laughs> I'm a scavenger, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, For me, it's scavenging and forms. Maybe it's just great things. world that's all about disposability and waste. So anytime I can save anything from that kind of mistake, it makes me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> do you um, do you feel like you're scavenging the places that you document too? Um, well, often, yes. Um, the series that this photograph is from, um, it's all the photos were taken in this abandoned motel. 
which I actually found the photo paper in. Moldy amidst a pile of debris, but you know, there's not a whole lot to do in Siskiyou County. So my boyfriend, he's pictured here, and I, we spent like a whole winter just going there and taking pictures at night. And, you know, it's, it was probably once kind of a nice place, not fancy, but a nice place, you know, um, has a cute diner in it and this big basement with a ballroom and a stage. And there's just all this stuff left behind. Um, the chair that I'm sitting in right now, is from there. So, you know, people are just going in there and shooting up and smashing stuff, smashing chairs through walls. So we started just taking stuff um, just because it was just gonna get destroyed in there. So I have a whole bunch of chairs <laughs> from that place I have. A carpet, a light, um, you know, because it, it's just kind of sad to see it all just waste away. Do you, like, how do you make decisions when you're walking through there? How, how were you making decisions about, okay, this is definitely a spot that I want to capture on film that is that may or may not work, right? It, is there an uncertainty about whether or not the film will actually function? Or are you pretty sure you're going to get an image? Oh, absolutely uncertain when it comes to the expired film, especially like there's no way to know if the role is going to come out at all. Um, but I just kind of will overexpose the images, you know, some more light hits it. So um, for that, you have to have a still subject but like these ones were taken at night and the light is just like a little flashlight and for each of these I was just counting to 88 in my head and um, I set the camera up on a tripod and put in the cable release and then we'd go stand somewhere maybe stand in two places and like that's why I'm uh, partially invisible because I'm only sitting there for after the exposure but as far as making choices I don't know it's just kind of intuitive I suppose. Mm -hmm. Do you <laughs> what's that? Let's do this it's um yeah kind of playful. Mm -hmm. Did you like are there, I mean, one thing I was thinking about earlier today was just how, how like doubled down you are kind of in terms of expiration a little bit, like you're using this expired film on abandoned expired paper in this abandoned expired building and kind of like wondering what, how your project would change if you're using new film or digital images and kind of doctoring it up to look like this or I mean right and um, you know I'm sure it would change I don't I don't know that I would bother to doctor something like that up like part of the fun of it for me is just not knowing where it's gonna go not knowing what's gonna happen with it like um, 
it's a surprise. And that's kind of the thing that I love about film photography in general is like versus digital where you can just take picture after picture after picture until everything's perfect with film. It's like, well, you can't, you're not going to see it for maybe months if you don't <laughs> develop it soon. And just kind of the surprise of it, I think is a beautiful thing. Do you, when you're taking pictures of yourself, um, what kind of like, and I'm curious what, like if you do develop the film months later and then you see images of yourself, do you have a direct memory like of this image of like exactly what was passing through your head or was it purely numbers to 88 passing through your head or you know, like, do you remember that very exact moment? I, yeah, I do. Absolutely. Um, like this photo, um, it was in the bathroom downstairs. I'm wearing this huge wool coat because there's three feet of snow outside. It was <laughs> probably about 28 degrees. Um, and I set it all up and, you know, estimated where it was going to stand and then had Vincent stand there and pressed down the cable release for me. And um, just the, the quiet and stillness and cold and our breath in the air and, you know, we didn't really need to be quiet, but being quiet anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. Is this a flower you're holding? So that is actually a blackberry vine that's growing in through this window hmm. as the building is kind of taken back over. And is there, do you, so you carry lights all over with you to light it or there's no light at all? Um, you know, one night I did try taking pictures under just moonlight. It was a full moon, but that roll didn't come out. <laughs> Not because of the light, just because of the film. But yeah, I mean, going into an abandoned building at night, I would want to have a flashlight as kind of a general <laughs> rule. <laughs> and pepper spray, just in case, you know. But anything during the day, I don't rely on any artificial light. Just kind of. Mm -hmm. It's funny. I just assumed that they were all. I mean, all at night for some reason. They, all, like I was saying last week, I had this. The first time I saw them, I just had this immediate. Like there's a hauntedness about them, and. For, to me, just kind of with the, the dilapidation of materials and the environment that they're in and transparent images of figures. But also, I mean, I think it's that, um, like, the past, especially as it stands right now feels really haunting, you know, and to see like, 
so it's it's strange that these are all very contemporary images but still have this this past leanness about them right and and they are i mean like all of the materials are from them from far back and and the the site is from far back but then you have this like one pinpoint in the present moment which is like the the you or whoever the right. subject is that you're documenting right us sort of passing through yeah mm -hmm. and that's i mean that's that's kind of the appeal of course of going into places like that it's just you know the just all the thoughts about wow like who's been here um why why is it like this of course it's the obvious questions but just thinking about like all the people that had spent time in such a space and you know there's still people spending time there now but <laughs> in a very different context mm -hmm. it's interesting like i think you know i think um this is especially evident in the current times we're in but just you know we're we count on so much to be permanent and you know we make our plans for the future based on these assumptions that things are going to be this way and it's like um, there's only so much control that a person has over anything and with enough time like everything eventually will be gone everything we know and that's I think we're all feeling that a little bit right now, probably. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I also think that that's a good note to end our conversation on. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's a good note. A hopeful note, really, in the long run, I think. So, thanks so much for, for talking with me tonight, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you to everyone. I think this is such a cool format, really. Um, just like watching Patty play and it's like, you know, you get such a different feel of that if she were on stage somewhere, whereas there she is in her studio. And it's like just such an interesting view of the artist. So I think this is really neat. So thanks for having me and letting me be a part of it. <laughs>